There now proceeds the next in a broadcast of interesting and unusual current affairs information. This, we find, will help people in their day-to-day life. If you feel cut off, shut away from your friends, then we highly suggest this next broadcast is for you. Here we are, the James Well Radio Podcast. Um, I noticed Ian Lee has won uh, Best Speech Broadcaster of the Year. It's a fix. Well, I wouldn't say that if I'd won it. I'd say it if you won it. Yeah, if I won it, it would have been a fix. Yeah, it just means that Ian has now joined the ranks of the, um, you know, the, 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 the sort of, uh, he sold his soul, hasn't he, really? I mean, that's it. Is, is it like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think I think basically that's it. Probably, yeah. I, 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 you know, I think um, once you you fall down that line, uh, you uh, you've got nothing left to say. Some pillock actually had the audacity to say, "Thought I'd lost my edge, stupid." <laughs> Did you edit that? Oh. I might have done, yes. Yeah, oh, right, OK. Um, anyway, welcome to the programme today. Uh, nice to have you with us. We've got some uh, we've got some uh, mail and some people who have uh, left their uh, views. Quite strong, some of them, I believe. Some of them are, some of them are, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, listen, um, I'll tell you what I'm going to start off with. I was, uh, I was recently in Leeds to give a talk about radio. Uh, I have no idea. Why? It was it was all part of the festival. I mean, if you know, obviously it was helped in win his award. To be honest with you, um, and I, ha- I actually they, they wanted me to go along, and, and the boss of Talk Radio, I, I did mention I do a, a nightly show, seven o'clock in the evening till ten with Ash on Talk Radio, didn't I? That's not strictly true, though, is it? What? It's not nightly, is it? That that means all nights. No, so- Monday to Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Freudian slip. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, Monday to Thursday, um, and a little soiree on a, on a Sunday morning, eleven o'clock. So it's daily as well, nightly, daily, any time you want, really. Because like everything now, you can just play it when you want, can't you? You yeah, just keep it, download it, it and, and and you just do it when you want. That's how I do it. Yeah, yeah. And look at the flipping dust in here. I'm sorry, Mrs. W. Ever come in here and dust? Honestly, oh, it's not it's not my responsibility then. No, 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 no. I can't expect you to travel 300 miles and do the dusting in here. <laughs> oh, that's right. I've, I've not given her a pass to come in here, have I? Do you want to borrow the laminator again? A what, huh? The laminator again, so you can make up a pass. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, pass to clean my room. Okay. Pass to clean the man cave. Can't you uh, attach a feather duster to one of your little doggies? Well, they don't need it, really. They've got feathery tails. I could get them in here, wander around, chase the spider. Oh, I like the spiders, you see. That's the, you, can't, you can't have it always, can you? I like spiders. Oh, a few creepy crawlies on the floor. It's quite nice in here, actually. Mine cleans the skirting boards quite well. Yeah, hang on. Got my drum. Was that your drum? Is that like a bottle? Yeah. Were you bashing a Did bottle? It? Oh. Well, it's a, it's, it's, it's a Native American drum. 
And I, didn't I bang it on the show once? You you uh, did a um, yes a rendition of something yes on it. Yeah, yeah. But when I bang it, I start singing, going, and people get a bit strange. I'm sure Colin from G-Long would enjoy that. Oh, we got a letter from Colin from G-Long today. Um, he's in Whaley's Mail. He said, uh, Rob, James, what kind caper are you idiots running here? If somebody's going to swear, we need beeps, not some silent, oh, this is my new non-beeping gizmo. We want f***ing beeps. James, you're going to have to do something about this, and pronto, you soft pillock. Bring back the beeps. Colin from Geelong. That's not very nice, is it? Yeah, that week I was slightly rushed for time, so I couldn't put the beeps in. So I just well, I hope you get the beeps in this week. I'll put the beeps in this week. I'll have to put yeah. the beeps in this week. Yeah, you will. Um, now, listen, um, I was in Leeds for this radio festival uh, where we were discussing what makes a good talk radio show. And actually, when you talk about it like that, I haven't got a clue. And there are all these very worthy people in radio sort of looking at you and saying, so what do you do? And one woman said, and, and do, do, do you think, oh, shush, do, that's tweets coming in. Oh, and another one. Um, you could check it out. If you go to The James Whale or James Whale Radio Show, check out what's happening on Twitter with us. And follow us. Why not follow us? Can I get my Twitter handle in? Which is? At Dead Air Podcast. I'm not sure I like dead air. Do you see what I mean? Because, I mean, dead air is it, it's slightly negative, isn't it? Oh, that's the sort of uh, what I input into the show, really, isn't it? I know, yeah. Why don't we call it Live Up Your Bum Podcast? Live Up Your Bum Podcast. Yeah, it's got a certain ring to it, hasn't it? I'd rather do the in private, if you wouldn't mind, not live. Mm. Victor Lewis Smith. Do you remember Victor Lewis Smith? Uh, yes, I remember Victor Lewis Smith. Uh, he used to do a, a program. We used to do a program live from his trouser pocket. Uh huh. Did he play the yeah, trouser organ? <laughs> That's another story. Anyway, um, so where was I? You were talking about the um, what makes a very good radio oh, show, unlike this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and one woman said, uh, do, you, "Do you have a, a a meeting afterwards?" I said, "What what what for?" What? Well, you know, I always think it makes very good sense to have a debriefing meeting afterwards and then go through what worked and what didn't work in the programme. We'd be there all day. Yeah, but when I was doing the breakfast show at uh, BBC Essex, they like to have a meeting after the show. And the first first I started there, the boss then uh, said, oh, what, what, you're going to have a half an hour off and all that. I said, look, I'm I'm sorry, but I, I'm freelance, so so I I show, do the show, and go. Unless you want to pay more. Uh, oh well, we need to we need to dissect what happened in the program. And I went to a couple of these meetings, and they were just a complete and utter waste of f***ing time. You know, these these people who just come out of university sit around and say, well, I thought that was really good. I like the way you did that, and and I'm thinking, did what? And I thought if we could do that more often. You know, and, and no wonder so much radio is so boring. So we, we had a long discussion. That's the only thing I, I think I learned. I think I learned, probably right, not to go to meetings. Don't plan anything. That's why this show's Don't plan about. anything at all. Yeah. Or as my old friend Bavin, who used to produce my early shows 
at uh, at Talk Radio before it became Talk Sport, and then before that at LBC when I first worked for LBC over in Hammersmith. And Bavin, who is sadly no longer with us, said, oh dear, he said, we've got to do it on flexi format. I used to turn up and say, what's in the show today then, Bav? I have no idea, he said, but uh, as soon as we go on the air, uh, you'll know. I said, well, I'll just talk. He said, well, that's it. That's what we employ for, just talk, yes. And if I get any ideas, I'll, I'll bring them in. So we'd sit in the wine bar, and the show went out on a Saturday and Sunday from 2 o'clock in the afternoon on LBC back in the early 90s. And um, the wine bar was across the road from the studios. And um, it would be 5 to 2. And I said, 5 to 2, Bevin. I think we should get should we get in the studio. No, 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 dear. No, no, time for another glass of uh, Merlot. Do you want a Merlot? I said, what, what, what? He said, no, it's five minutes of news at two. We can shuffle over there, he said, at two. Quick, he, quick snifter, get over there. And he said, flexi format, dear, it'll all be fine. And I don't suggest that works for a lot of people, by the way, but it worked for me. <laughs> and and I, I was just, a slightly more serious note for people who want to get into radio and do radio, you, you know, you do have to sort of uh, occasionally listen to what you do. And I'll come back to that in a moment if you remind, remind me. Um uh, but, you know, over over sort of, I suppose, what's, what's what term I suppose you could use is head f***ing, isn't it, really? Um, but overuse of analysing what you've done and what you may do in the future just makes for deadly dull radio. And I remember saying, you know, oh, well, I thought, I thought, James, the way you did that interview was rather good. Or, said, James, I, I didn't like the way you spoke to so-and-so. I didn't like the way you did that. I said, all right, OK. Um, but I will have forgotten about that the next time. And if, you know, the, this whole idea, well, we, we want to make things better. What, 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 what's going to be better? Because basically, I hate that term, but basically the, the, the broadcast is the broadcast. Now, you either like the broadcast, and I don't know what makes some people like some people and not others. So you either like the broadcaster or you don't. And some, you know, you have good days and bad days, don't you? I, 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 you know, you could say, I think that interview went on too long. Well, it's done now, isn't it? So, we, we're, oh, well, maybe if we do all interviews only about three minutes long. Yeah, well, that's okay, but some people might actually be interesting and entertaining, and you might want to listen to them being, or you might want to talk to them for longer. And, you know, some people will say, I didn't like the way you did this. I think we should get, I think we should get straight into the program. Hit them hard. Get straight onto a topic people will like. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, but then maybe sometimes you wouldn't have a topic anybody's going to like, so you might have to sort of, it rather depends. You see, to make a good broadcast, in my view, and listen, who am I? I don't. Uh, it, 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 you've got to want to listen to the person who's doing it, or I don't know. I don't, it's, it's, it's making me dull and boring now even thinking about it. So let's forget that. So how, I mean, you, either you can do it or you can't. It's like, I don't know. You, I, I don't even think it's something you can teach. It isn't. It, it doesn't matter. It's. It, it doesn't matter how you speak. It doesn't matter what accent you have. It doesn't matter whether you're terribly, terribly gifted university graduate or you went to a secondary bond school and you have no qualifications. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter really whether you're male, female, or whatever. It just sometimes some people can do it and some people can't. Does that make any sense? I don't know that it does. Yeah, I made a note here. It's a, I'm going to come back to talking about listening to what you do. Ah, yeah. So, I went to Leeds uh, for these uh, for the, this radio festival to give this talk. And, uh, and because I was going up there, uh, people at Radio Air got in touch. 
and said, would, would I come down and do an interview? Which, by the way, I think you can uh, see on our website, can't you? Because I filmed bits of it. Well, when you say bits of it, we're talking about uh, none of the interview, but mostly you getting to the door. Oh, well, the interview lasted two seconds. Right. The interview was hardly worth my while going there, and I'll tell you about that. I mean, not to not to to to, to uh, be rude about the couple who were doing it, but um, so I thought. I mean, I hadn't been to those studios for over twenty years. In fact, that's where, if you go and look at the video, which is where is it? Uh, Jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash talk, and you can see it there. It, it, it you know there are bits of it. So I go to to Radio where I used to film, where I started filming my TV show. And it's rather sad inside. It's a bit. It's a bit tired. And needs a bit of bit. Of, I need some makeup. Needs a bit of painting and decorate. And, and unfortunately, like a lot of radio stations, it's owned by a big company, and uh, most of what they put out comes from Manchester and not Leeds, which seems to me to be a bit ridiculous. But the breakfast show comes from. So anyway, I went to have a look, and I I sent you all the videos that I recorded. Quite interesting doing that. In days gone by, would have would have meant me having to take a couple. Of, I'm sorry, I'm a bit tired. I overslept today. Yes, but then I have been very busy. Um, yeah, sorry about that. And I, I sent you the videos, didn't I? You did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you woke me up. Yeah. Every single time I start on those videos, I start with the word "so." Didn't notice. And I, you didn't notice. I noticed. So that that has to stop. I hate people who start. You see, I've picked that up from listening to people who phone me or I do interviews with and they always are. So, here I am. So, this is the studio. So, and uh, so it is, it is, I did it again. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is worth listening to yourself occasionally. And if you have a really good producer or somebody, it's it's quite often worth asking them, but I don't. I think you are the best judge of yourself. So that's my top tip for working on radio or television. And so when I looked at that, I did it again. <laughs> uh, when I looked at that, I I saw I had fallen into the trap of saying so, and you didn't notice it. I was going to get you to edit them out. No, 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 no. I edited them together. I didn't edit them out. All right. I've not watched the edit, but uh, I still think just doing that on the phone is quite good quality, isn't it? It's very good quality. I, I listen to this show, obviously, and, I, and I've uh, realised that I need to speak less. That's, that's what I've taken from listening to myself. You don't talk very much. I know that's that's because I keep listening yeah. to myself. Well, I think that's a very good. Yeah, I think that's actually a very good point you make. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, it was uh, it was quite fun. The video is up there. It was interesting going back to see a place I used to work when I was very young, and uh, that the building hasn't really changed. The outside of the building looks exactly the same as it did twenty, thirty years ago. What a shame we don't age in the same way as buildings. It's got a nice glossy uh, signage above the door, though. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't have that. What we did, we had a different one, but uh, it just, it, it looks uh, exactly the same, doesn't it? Inside and outside, it looks exactly the same, yeah. Inside, I didn't think it did. Inside, it looks scruffy, a bit dirty, needs a new carpet. You couldn't see that on the film. No, but, I couldn't um, see that. Yeah. And then the couple who did the, it was quite funny. So they come out and meet me, and there was a lady there, uh, Sonja, who worked there when I was there. 
and she's been there 35 years. Does she still hate you? Well, she only said hello and then went off. Yeah. Um, but the, two, the the breakfast show is, I think, the only show that comes from there. All the studios are closed down, locked up. Um, and I I was just quite, I was quite sad, to be honest with you. And then uh, they, I said, aren't you on the air? Oh, yeah, we're on the air till 10. I said, well, well, why are you here? Oh, well, we recorded up a lot of the links so we could talk to you. And then we'll go back on. I said, all right, okay. And so they do the interview, which is about 10 minutes. No, it was. It was about five minutes. Um, actually, it was probably about three, which I thought we were live, and then I realised we weren't. I said, I thought I thought this was live. And they said, oh, no, no, we just, well, it is live. He said, we're just going to put it out now between the next two records. So we recorded it during the record, and we just bung it in. I thought... That's not radio to me. Radio to me is sitting there communicating, chat. I'd hate that would be pompous, but, you know, having a chat, doing what you're doing, uh, not just recording a bit and sticking it in. That's like building up something, isn't it? That's shocking. And they've got all those people there that could go live. Yeah. Terrible. Maybe they were just worried about me. You do have a tendency to swear quite a lot. Not on radio, I don't. Well, it was pre-recorded, so. Well, yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, right. <laughs> so, Radio Air. Well, you go. That's like like what I used to do, isn't it? Really? Does it look like that? What I, I used to go out and do little reports. Yeah, I even put the little uh, little intro on it. <laughs> uh, well, we should do more of those. See, how, what, how long did that run? About two minutes or something. It's about three minutes. But you, that means you haven't watched it then, if you didn't know that. No, I haven't watched it. No, I will watch it. I've been busy, haven't I? I've been travelling the length and breadth of the country. And then because my son, who lives up in Yorkshire, said he'd come and pick me up from the radio station, got stuck in traffic, and I thought, I'll just walk from from the studios into the centre of Leeds, and I didn't realise how flipping long it was. That's quite far. It is far, and I'm knackered. Uh, so anyway, that was yesterday, and uh, today is another day, and it's raining, and it's miserable, and it's windy. Uh, and I was just thinking, when we used to do Whaley Goes to Town, those those little films were still only about three three minutes long, weren't they? That is true, yeah. They were, there was sort of a, in between each shot, there was some um, yeah. sort of sounds of the camera shutter. So I, I didn't put those in because mm. I didn't have time. Yeah. Well, uh, that, those Whaley Goes to Town used to take one or maybe two days. They used to uh, mean that we had to go to different places to film them, sometimes abroad, uh, sometimes we'd stay overnight, uh, and we we took a, a, a three-man crew to make it, and was probably the most expensive and longest part of the show. I used to love The Whaley Goes to Town. Well, then, I think we should do that again on our, our YouTube video channel, which you can see, jamesworldradio.co.uk forward slash... Talk, yeah, talk, yeah. Yeah, talk. Plus, all the uh, little videos of me and Ash, which I've done, uh, are up there and continue to... Did, did you get the one last night? I did. Because we were a bit knackered. I know it didn't go out till late. Has anybody looked at it? Uh, I'll, um, shall I check now? Yeah, check the stats now. Oh, Let's, the this stats. is interesting. You get automatic data. It's, it's okay if don't I sing. It's sing. horrible. Oh, okay, right. I thought my singing was quite good. No, don't sing. It's horrible. I'll be singing later tonight. Um, yeah, you're going to see Little Mix, aren't you? I am, yeah. Pervert. Uh, Man of your age should not be there looking at Little Mix. Ooh, 9,400 views. Well, that's not bad, is it? 
Let's see how happens. And that's only in, in sort of a few hours. Whaley Goes to Town got 13,000 views. Well, that's even better. All right, well, go and check it out. jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash talk. Now, um, should we... I tell, I've been simply rabbiting on about nothing. Absolutely nothing. Listen, if you want to get in touch, uh, we have a phone number. You can ring, and it is this. Zero. Write this down. Okay. Zero. Double one seven. Yep. Two three zero. Yep. One double seven one. But that's the number I've got on the sheet already. Zero double one seven. Two three zero. One double seven one. Yeah. Write it down. Not you, you silly pillock. The listeners, and then they can ring the number. In fact, shall we do that now? Yeah, let's do Whaley's call box, and, I'll, I'll, and then you can uh, listen back to what we've done so far. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll do that. You play. We've got a very funny call from a guy who's just bought his first house, and, and I can remember buying my first house. James! James, oi! James, Rob! I just got me first house, man. I just got me first house. I'm well happy about it, man. The missus is happy about it as well, ain't you, ain't you, Jack? Yeah. Well, she sounds happy, but like, there you go. But I'm happy. I'm really happy. And, like, you know something? Kick it on. Keep the show going. I'm going to have a glass of wine. See you later. Bye. Uh, so he was a happy chappy, wasn't he? He was a happy chappy. His wife didn't sound very happy. No, but he was. Hmm. Why do you think his wife wasn't happy? Well, he said, we're happy, aren't we, love? And she went, yeah. Maybe she's not moving in with him. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. Phone back next week and let us know if she's moving in. Yeah, yeah. And if you've got something you want to share with us, uh, that's the number, 0117-230-1771. Or you can email jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Uh, I've just had an email from that uh, about Danny Lambo. Oh, yeah. I think I forwarded that to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was on Britain, was it Britain, or, no, he was on uh, X Factor, wasn't he, recently? Yeah, X Factor, yeah, recently, very He's recently. just been kicked off. Yeah. I don't know, where he might, he, he's just an annoying pillock. He, he's, uh, he's got lots of money and doesn't really know what to do with it. Well, he can send some, that he could sponsor the show. Hey, that's a very good idea. Shall I edit the bit where you called him a pillock out? Did I call him a pillow? Uh, probably not. By the time this goes out, that, that word will not be in the uh, show. Danny Pillock Lambo. Okay, let's leave it in. He's called Danny Lambo because he has more Lamborghinis than anyone else. I thought he was called Danny Lambo, and then he went out and bought Lamborghinis because of his name. Oh, you might be right. I don't know. I'm not that interested, to be honest with you. I had a, uh, an email from uh, Louis Walsh's team this morning. Did you what? Uh, he's uh, he's doing a new TV uh, film thing, a Christmas called uh, Merry Woofmas. It's a TV film for dogs. Apparently, you play it and put your dogs on the sofa, and it, mm. he's going to entertain the uh, dogs with his voiceover and pictures of dogs having fun. I think I'll send you the video. I've got an advanced copy of what's coming out. Louis Walsh. Yeah. I was talking, funnily enough, I was talking to Mrs. W just before we started doing this, having a cup of coffee in the kitchen. And I said, do you know what I'd really love to do? Uh, because I'm, you know, I've got dogs all over the place here. I would love to do a, a programme 
uh, are just about dogs. You know the the, the same one uh, Paul O'Grady does, and well, not the same one. He does a great show called For the Love of Dogs. Yeah. I just want to do a dog show. Okay. I want to help get all those poor dogs as well, get them home. I, I don't know. What, I'm, I'm going to look at that. I would love to do that. People wouldn't think of me doing a show like that, would they? A lot of your fans would, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I want to do a doggy show. All right. Okay, listen, well, I, I need to talk about something serious. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I haven't done. I want to talk about Brexit. And oh. uh, <laughs> I had Stephen Wolfe, you know, um, on my uh, talk radio show the other day. Actually, he's a thoroughly nice chap. But Stephen Wolfe was the, uh, the, the UKIP MEP who got into a fight. Do you remember they got into a fight outside? Yes, yeah. And he was the one who got hit um, by some bloke, and nobody ever really found out. Uh, and he actually could have could have probably saved you, Kip. But he <laughs> he left, and he's just um, he's just working to uh, to get us out of the European Union. Uh, and I had him in on the show live the other night on Talk Radio. Did I t- tell you about? T- yeah, I did. Um, and. He he was quite interesting. I still totally disagree. I mean, the European Parliament and the European Union per se need a huge kick up the backside, uh, some would say us, and they need to be sorted out. Leaving isn't going to do it. We should have taken more interest years ago. Uh, but hey-ho, it looks like what we're going to do is we're going to say we've left the European Union, but in fact, really, we'll probably still be right in the middle of it, hopefully, because if it all goes what's its up, we're going to be in in a lot of doo doo, aren't we? You know, when you went and it all goes, and then there was a gap up. Yeah, right. Can you put a swear word in there? Because otherwise, Colin from G Long's going to worry. Because I'm, I can't put a beep in because there was no word in there. Or well, just let's say tits. Tits. Okay, I can leave tits in yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, so anyway, uh, it's getting very close, and I see Theresa May says that um, Juncker has now given a, a Bunier have now given a green light to move on to the next stage, which is uh, well, actually, to me, it was obvious they're going to do that. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm slightly more concerned about Donald Trump. Why? You're supposed to say, well, yeah, thank you. Uh, well, because he's been quiet lately. He's been giving out money, apparently. Well, yeah, you know, and there's all this talk about how many Mel- 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 is it Melania Trumps that there are. Is she the only one or there are there half a dozen of them that look exactly the same? They used to say that about Obama. What? They had loads of doubles. Well, yeah, but, but uh, I mean... Is Trump a real person or is he an android that's just been new? He, he sort of seems to wear exactly the same clothes all the time. His hair seems to be in exactly the same place. Uh, and it, it, you know, could be an android, couldn't it? Or it could be the same person. That's why everything's the same. Yeah, but if you're the same person, your hair changes more regularly. You do wear slightly different clothes. He wears the same suit, the same size, the same... Everything is exactly the same. Or then he, he may go he may go casual with a little bomber jacket and a, a baseball cap. It's all the same. Maybe he likes the film Men in Black. Ah, that might be it. 
by the way, just uh, I warn those people who uh, are thinking of travelling into the capital city in the not-too-distant future, if you have a car registered before 2004, doesn't matter whether it's petrol or diesel, you will have to pay £21.50 a day for the pleasure of driving in London during the week. That's That's just shocking. It's disastrous. It's disgusting. Now, I think my car might not... And I, I can't afford it. But £21.50 a day, that's how much is that a week? 20, 40, 50, that's nearly 100, 100 quid a week I'm going to have to pay just to go to work. So what happens with all the little courier firms that are having to go in and deliver parcels to all the businesses? Well, I, w- I was talking to my sponsor of my radio show, you know, uh, Charlie Mullins of Pimlico Plumbers the other day. He's got 250 vans. A lot of them, he said, uh, are older than that and uh, they're driving around london every day and he said 250 vans and the charge is more for a van than a car it's 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 ridiculous and and this has just come in without any consultation and it's not going to make any difference at all by the way is this this uh sadiq khan's initiative sadiqi khan yeah sadiqi khan that's my my pet name for him sadiqi khan isn't there a record oh that's shaka khan isn't it Chuck Khan. Yeah. Chuck Khan. Chuck Khan. Khan. Siddiqui. Siddiqui. Siddiqui Khan. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, must do that, actually. That will really offend quite a lot of people, won't it? <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> uh, don't forget, you can get in touch. You can be as offended as you like. And the more offended you are, the better. Uh, Jameswellradio at uh, gmail.com. Let us have a bit of music. Oh, go on then. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about time. Uh, this is The Breakfast Club uh, and the single B&B. 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 Yeah. From The Breakfast Club. Bed and breakfast from The Breakfast Club. Bacon on bass and uh, egg on lead and toast on drums. Yeah, it's out on November the 10th. Here it is. Is <laughs> enough you can't refuse. Is enough you can't refuse. Is enough for you can't refuse Is enough for you can't refuse You be a gentleman, I'll be your lady You played it just right, I'm thinking maybe You take me home now, I think we're ready To go and join the breakfast club You can stay for BFD Okay. 
Club B and B. Yeah. Was that all right? Yes, it's, it's uh, different. Uh, that's, I, I don't dislike no, I mean, it. my delivery. I mean, the breakfast oh, club B&B doesn't sound DJ-ish enough. Well, to try it there again. There we are. Fantastic new sound from the breakfast club. And then you single out on November the 10th. It's B&B. That's a lot better, yes. That's the way you should yeah, deliver yeah. from now on. Yeah. I'm glad we had this discussion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we see. Sometimes it's worth doing, isn't it? Sometimes it is worth having a little chat about what you do. Uh, now, there's a, a call for a UK-wide ban on smacking your children um, after a Scotland's decision to do just that. Uh, so we put it out on Facebook and said, uh, are you for or against this? Now, I don't think hitting another human being really solves anything. Whatever I may say in fun... Um, I don't think uh, you should hit anyone. But sometimes it is necessary. Sometimes a two-year-old child runs out in front of a car, a slap on the legs may be the only way to make them realise they cannot do it again. And I'm not really sure how this smacking ban can be imposed if it's done in the privacy of people's homes. I mean, I think if you are cruel to a child, you need to be dealt with, obviously. Uh, but this is this is like one of those things, you know. It's like uh, these these sort of laws that are brought in. How are they going to be administered unless somebody, you know, somebody who is uh, smacked in a supermarket because they're making a lot of noise usually is because the parents are inadequate and should probably have never had children in the first place. How do you feel about that? Radio at gmail.com. Uh, David McMillan says, beating children absolutely for the ban, but spanking children absolutely against the ban. Yeah, that's a very good point. I was a kid once, shock, and I can tell you I look back and appreciate the fact that I was very rarely spanked. But on a couple of occasions it happened. I absolutely deserved it and respect my parents a lot more because of it. I would agree with David. I would not agree that Kate by teachers in school, which isn't allowed anymore, is it? Uh, no, not as far as I'm aware, no. No, should ever come. Well, when I went to school, it was, and it, it didn't do... All it did was make you work out a way to get back at the teacher who who uh, was allowed to hit you with a stick. And I did. Uh, having said that, I think there does need to be discipline brought back into schools, and I'm not sure how you do it. Uh, but I think you just tell them, go home. You, you look, if you're going to behave like that, you go home, you tell your parents that you're not wanted in school anymore because your behaviour is appalling. Go and go now. And when the kid gets up and says, you can't, you can't talk to me like that. It's against my human rights. You say, your rights have to be earned. Go home. And if the parents come down and complain and you say, look, I'm sorry, little Jimmy What's It or little Jenny Thing Me Bob um, is uh, appallingly rude, doesn't listen, doesn't work. I'm sorry. I have children that I wish to communicate and teach. And your child 
is not helping. Now, either you make your child understand how to live properly, sociably, in a community, and if you can't do that, then I suggest you find a new way of educating them. I should have been a teacher. Uh, Robin Strickland said, uh, against, we have become too soft, not just on kids, but everyone who does wrong. Yeah, Robin, and who are you, Robin Strickland, to say who's done wrong? I don't like the way you wrote that. I think perhaps you should be put across Rob's knee and given a spanking. Um, I don't think you need to hit somebody to instill discipline. Now, I think you need to put them in the stocks. Uh, Annie Crow, most people that smack do so sensibly. Unfortunately, we need the law to get rid of the grey area of people that are actually properly walloping their children. I would go further, Annie. I don't think everybody deserves to be able to have children. I better be careful about this. I actually think... Look, look, I became a father by mistake, like lots of people do. We didn't have planned children. Goodness sake, I was 19. Um, but, you you know, luckily we managed nearly to sort of get through. And now I've got grandchildren, and I think my kids are much better parents than I were. Well, I was never really a parent. Mrs. W did all that. I was off gallivanting around all over the place. Uh, so I take no credit for it at all. But I think there are people who are totally inadequate, can't look after themselves, and shouldn't be allowed to bring another human being onto the planet. No? Okay. Uh, Alison Browning says, uh, how would it be policed? Good point, too. However, I do think that physical punishment of children is inappropriate. Hitting women, hitting dogs is wrong, so why is it okay to hit children? A lot of these uh, feral youths will have been hit, neglected and badly raised. There are other ways to raise a child without violence. Alison, you are absolutely right. Now, there's a sensible, uh, a sensible comment. Uh, I, I think, uh, I, I, you know, it, people get very upset and accuse you of being some kind of fascist, which I most certainly am not. But do you know? Do you not, not think you should ha have to apply now because things have got bad? Shouldn't we now have a, a ministry of procreation? And maybe if you want to have children, you should have to apply for a license to have a child. Um. It's worth thinking about. Yeah. And prove that you are actually uh, a, a person who is intelligent enough uh, and, and understanding enough to, to bring up a child. Because I see an enormous amount of abuse of animals. As you know, I'm involved with lots of dog charities and things. Uh, and people who can't look after dogs can't look after themselves and certainly can't look after children. And quite often you find these badly treated dogs in houses where kids are running riot all over the place and the parents are smoking cigarettes and drinking a can of cheap lager and watching shit television. Is that is that any any place for a child to be brought up? I worry that we're going to have a, a huge increase in criminal records of people having uh, assault on children on their criminal record. Mm. And the next thing I worry about is if there's a ban on smacking, is that instead of smacking your child, people are then going to resort to mental torture instead, which is a lot worse in some cases. Hmm. If only I knew what that was. Well, telling your kid, you know, you're ugly, you're stupid, chucking away their pet rabbit, destroying all their toys, ripping up all well, their pictures and paintings. But they do that them. as well. People who don't are inadequate, who, who will smack a child, who will lash out at a child, which happens, uh, will also do those things too. Some people are not are, are are not fit and proper people to have an animal, 
And if you, you go and get a rescue animal now, you will be checked out to the nth degree, quite rightly, as well. And the animal, the, the rescue animal, will be neutered or spayed, quite rightly as well. And I'm going down a very dangerous line here where I <laughs> probably <laughs> probably should shut up. But, you know, I'd like to know what you think. 0117-2301-771. And uh, you can tell me your thoughts on, on this as well. Kirsty Hobes has difficult one in terms of criminalising. However, I wholly disagree with any form of smacking. Both my children were very well behaved and have never resorted to it at all. I can't take my frustration out on anyone by giving them a little smack. Obviously, if you're using self-defence, it's a different issue. Why anyone would want to do that to a child is beyond me. Uh, Nigel Green says 100% against the ban, simply asking for even more problems with out-of-control feral youths. You see, Nigel, again, I, I wonder why you think hitting a kid is going to make them any better, because most of these feral youths have been abused anyway. That's why they behave in the way they do. Uh, Matthew Edwards said, save the rod, spoil the child. You're an idiot. Uh, Fraser T. If you believe that, Matthew, you're a t- uh, Fraser T. Hunter, you have to laugh at all the Facebook morons saying, well, I turned out okay. No, you didn't. You're right, Fraser. I agree. Uh, Rob Mack said, it's not the case of smacking. It's the lack of respect and discipline before putting your hands on anyone. Think, would you want it doing to you? I was brought up with a brutal father, vile in every way, but physical violence toward anyone isn't the answer. You can still teach respect, discipline, dignity, pride without it. I agree, Rob. Uh, Darren Asher says, this must be down to the parents. The world's going bloody mad. It did me no harm as a kid to get a smack or washing my mouth out with soap and water. You had a parent who actually washed your mouth out with soap and water, Darren. I feel sorry for you. Maybe you need counselling. Mark O'Neill says, uh, against him, the strongest possible terms, kids have to learn what the boundaries are. There's some very, very idiotic people who listen to this podcast. You can piss off. If you actually think that brutalising a child will make that child behave, I think you are bonkers. And if you really believe that washing a child's mouth out with soap and water is acceptable, then you are barking f***ing mad. Sorry, I I didn't want to give you too much editing, but, um, I, I... you know, most of the kids who run riot come from families where they were treated in that way. And usually they go somewhere else and behave badly to other people to get it out of their system. And I, I think it goes back to the fact that there are people in this country, and many of them, I'm afraid, who are inadequate. Inadequate shouldn't be allowed to have children. And, you know, you have to jump through hoops to have a dog, quite rightly, as I said before. Maybe we just don't have a right to bring another human being on the planet without proving that we are capable of doing it in some way. Maybe that is the way that humanity will actually progress to the next level. I just thought about that. I'd like to know your thoughts. Get in touch. And we'll talk about them next week. Uh, Right. Oh, should we do the answer to the... You're very quiet. You agree, obviously. I agree, Um, yes. We did a competition last week. We did, yes. Yes. I can't remember what it was now. Uh, can anyone say where Rob's shop is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. 
I'm just having a look. Is this your shop? That's one of them, yes. How many shops have you got? Is uh, that all that, that little... It's it's a corner shop. It's not really a corner shop because it's actually a trick of the photograph because it's a panoramic oh, it? shot. So it's actually... Oh, it? I see. It looks like it's a corner shop. It, it does. It's quite a nice picture. Does it go around the corner? No, because it's not a corner shop. <laughs> it's just... Oh, right, OK. Uh, it's quite... Do you own all of that? Yes, 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 I do. Oh, OK, yeah. Do you live upstairs over the shop? No, but I can do if I wanted to. Oh, yeah, right, OK. Um, anyway, Louise Sutton, well done, you win. Yay! She said, great podcast and show. This is Rob's shop. Would love a signed book. I shall send one in the post today. I can only assume Louise Sutton is a friend of yours. Uh, sadly not. I could do with some more friends, but uh, sadly not. So how did Louise Sutton work out where your business is? You've only got to type in roboldfield.co.uk into the search engine and I'll appear. Really? Yes. It's a bit of a worry because, you know, you could have loads of strange people hanging around outside. <laughs> that already happens. Does it? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you where his shop is. It's in North Wales, and if you can find it and go to it, you're very welcome. I have lots <laughs> of uh, nice people coming to my shop. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's not what you told me. Well, you're a customer, so... <laughs> uh, did we do Wales, man? Yes, we did, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That was Colin from Geelong. Um, right, where are, where are we up to now? I think probably Tech Talk. Okay, let's do Tech Talk. I'll oh, sit back. Oh, dear, I seem to have been talking non-stop. Go on. Uh, the new proposed British law, the Automated and Electric Vehicle Bill of 2017. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, go on, hit me with that. I'm falling asleep. Okay, uh, you know these automated cars in the future, you're going to get in your car, it's going to drive by itself. They're introducing new laws or trying to introduce new laws to cater for that. And one of the interesting things is if you do not keep your software in your car up to date, your insurance could be null and void. Oh, God. Are we, we're just getting into a time where you have to just do everything, don't you? Really? Yeah. It's just boring. And the other, the other bit that was in it was um, petrol stations will be forced to offer free electric charging. Why should they offer free electric charging? I don't, well, suddenly government can introduce uh, electric vehicles all around the country faster, I imagine. But the, here's the worrying thing. This is the techie yeah. in me. We all get viruses every now and again on our computers, don't we? We do. Now, if we're updating our cars with software, it's not beyond the realms of possibility for someone to write a virus that turns your accelerator pedal on to full max speed and plough you into a wall deliberately. Isn't it? Of course. Turn off all radar sensors so cars just hit each other. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't like the idea. I think it's a ridiculous idea. And, I, I you know, I know all this. I've, I've said it before. This bollocks about, uh, about, you know, global warming. I'm a big fan of recycling. We can't keep digging holes and, and putting loads of rubbish in. We need to find a new way and we need to stop making as much mess of the planet. I'm a huge fan of that. But, you know, changing the way we live, going back to the Stone Age, uh, stopping people drive their cars, fly aeroplanes, sail boats around the planet, it's, it's not going to make much difference. It really isn't. Uh, 
not unless every single person stopped tomorrow. And then, by the way, then, if everybody stopped the, the things that are supposed to be bad for the planet tomorrow, who knows how the climate might change? It may change in a way that will be even more detrimental to us. I've just had another thought going back to the cars. Sorry to uh, yep. go back to the cars. My I, Apple iPhone is, is basically rendered useless now since the new iOS 11 update. It doesn't work properly. There's loads of bugs in it. So if a manufacturer mm. of a car releases software like Apple does, the actual car manufacturers could kill a lot of people. Yeah. Is that actually interesting? Enough? Is that why my iPhone is just not working the way it used to? Yeah, it's, it's just sluggish. Things don't work. Even the remote yeah. control to fast-forward music and stuff, that doesn't work anymore on my phone. It's annoying. Siri doesn't I mean, work properly. I, it's just rubbish. Yeah. I haven't backed my phone up for apparently 122 weeks. Oh, well, uh, mine's on 500-odd days. It's just I'd never back mine up. I can't be asked to back it. I don't even know. Why would I? Where would I? Where does it go if I back it up? Well, it goes to the cloud, and then the, the cloud gets hacked, and then all your naked photographs get put out into the wild. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'm not going to bother to back it up. Uh, do you think we should? Do you think we should leave Apple and go somewhere else? I'm starting to uh, think in that direction. Are you? I might just need a new phone, though. I mean, I have got yeah, an I iPhone six, and it's not really designed for the new iOS. It's on the sort of edge of what's capable, I suppose. And mine to five, so goodness only knows what's happened to me. I don't know what's happened to you, but uh, mobile phones, leading on to that, uh, are ripping yeah. people off. When your contract ends, phone them up and ask for a SIM-only deal or upgrade. Don't let yeah. your contract continue. Why? Because when you take out, for example, let's say I, I bought a new iPhone 8. It would cost me about £40 a month, say, right? Yeah. And in that, only about 10 to 15 pounds is actually what I'm paying the mobile phone operator for my calls and my data plan, etc. The rest is for the phone. Agreed? Right. Okay. Yeah. Two years go by and you've paid for your phone, but the mobile phone mm. operator still charges you 40 pounds a month, even though you've fully paid for the phone. Ah. So that happens to the majority of customers and it's still going on. Now, you would think that the mobile phone operator would just automatically drop your phone bill down to the SIM-only deal yeah. until you upgrade but of course not. They make millions of pounds out of idiots that don't phone mm. their mobile phone company. Right, so I've got a deal, obviously. Yeah. Um, I have mine on a contract because I'm lazy. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it keeps going over. I've got two phones on it, one for Mrs. W, one for me. Yeah. All in, it's sort of uh, usually about 35 quid a month or something I pay, and it usually comes out about 60 or 70 anyway, so I've no idea why I spend so much money on it. You need to look at your data plan. Do I? Well, so I just get... I go and buy myself a new phone. I, I think people should just go out, if they can, go out and buy the phone up front and have a SIM-only deal. Because you pay... Mm. When you pay the phone back, you've paid several hundreds of pounds on top of that in sort of... It's not really interest. I suppose it is interest, but... Yeah. Yeah. Don't do not do it. Just if you want a new new phone, if you can, pay for it up front yourself. Or... Well, wise words, Robbo, wise words. I'm, I'm, I, I wonder how long my, my flipping deal goes on. I might, uh, I might find out. Pay for it on a credit card, pay it off monthly with that, and then take out a SIM-only yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I'm going to do. Should we talk about films? But which phone to get? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Then uh, you can advise me uh, off air later on which phone to get. Okay. Uh, films. The Snowman. Oh, I'm walking in the air. Uh, it's oh, not I that know. film. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a Thank thr- God for that. it's a thrillery, horrory film, and it's absolutely rubbish. Don't bother going to see it. Don't rent it. Don't download it. Forget it. Right, forgotten. Um, you better do uh, whale questions for the whale because we're running right out of time here. I hadn't realised we are. We're running way out of time, and let's... and you've got little mix to go and see. Oh, you dirty yeah. pervert. I, I'm, I'm, I've got to go as a chaperone for my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that all before. Okay. And that's why you've got tickets in the front row, is it? Uh, as it happens, I am right near the front, yes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> well, do, do do me three questions and then we'll go. Go on. Uh, okay, well, they're all quick questions. We, we should get Ralph. Oh, okay. Go on. Uh, no, Co- go. Colin Watkins, how many times have you and Rob actually met? Uh, three. One. Oh, no, one. One. <laughs> once, yes. Yeah, once. Yeah, that was enough, mate, honestly. We don't need to meet physically. We are we are virtual pals. That, that, <laughs> I've never been called that before. I've been called worse, but uh, never been yeah. called a virtual yeah. pal. Uh, Stuart Rankin, how much is a first-class Virgin train ticket to Leeds? Um, I've no idea. Was that a freebie, was it? Well, I'm, I'm taken by the company. There you go. But uh, I didn't travel first class. Uh, Paul Rudd. Which Spice Girl can hold the most petrol? Jerry can. <laughs> <laughs> OK. <laughs> God, dear, dear, dear. What um, have I let myself in for? Uh, Gary, right, go on, next one. Um, Gary Thomas Stewart. Did they ever find anyone quicker than a quick-fitter? No, in fact, quick fit are the best. Because if uh, you if you want something fitted, get a quick fit fitter. You'll never get quicker than a quick fit fitter. Did you do the voiceover for the original? Um... No, I could do that. I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. I got out of that with no beep. Uh, Mark Summers, if you're scared half to death twice, are you dead? Yeah. No, you can't be. Because if you half a half, it's a quarter, and if half a quarter, it's a uh, something. Um... Right. Uh, no, 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 no. My answer is the definitive answer. Okay, I'll go with your answer. It's quicker to get on to the next question. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, ro- last one now. Robin Strickland. Why do schools teach things that kids won't ever need, but don't teach them things like money, voting, or even laws in the country? Uh, because parents haven't insisted, and if parents insisted that perhaps people were not... Um, had religion inflicted on them and uh, the stuff that is completely unnecessary. Uh, but they learnt about how to use money. They learnt about how to pay bills. They learnt uh, about politics is very important. Everybody needs to know about politics. It's about life. Uh, we don't need to know about religion. Teach religion in history if we uh, is the best place to teach it, uh, and and why people believe such ridiculous things. Um, you need to know about calculations. You need to know about writing. Uh, you need to know about communications. You also need to know about history and geography as well. Uh, but they do spend a lot of time teaching rubbish. You're right, and that's because governments continually change the curriculum. 
Uh, but it's down to parents, and parents have to sort of uh, lean on the people and say, this is, not, this is not what education should be about. And we've got parents now, the, the sort of uh, the, the snowflake generation are having kids now, and everybody thinks, oh, I've got to get them into university. Why? Not everybody has to go to university. Most people who go to university end up with debt and no way of paying it back. Yeah, but there's lots of safe spaces in university for your kids to get to. Oh, don't star me. Right, uh, join us again next time. I'm on Talk Radio Monday to Thursday from 7. Come there. Go to jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash talk uh, to see a lot of our videos and uh, films. Right, bugger off. Are you talking to the listener there or me? You. Okay, well, I'll just, just hang up then. <laughs>